0: Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp
1: podcast? Alright, so I'm going to put this in the general chat. This, uh, is, this is the gourmet meal. Emphasis on gourmet of the uh, what I cooked before when it uploads fuck apparently I take pitch I take pictures in fucking 4k apparently
2: apparently apparently, apparently. that or apparently. it's the uh, fact that everyone has started buying Google Stadia shit I can't even finish that sentence what the fuck is that I, that I can is... feel the inner Gordon Ramsay and me just coming out i want. I want to hold to I want to hold an exact copy of that plate just two of them not even, that's them them not even that's not even real porcelain
1: that's paper
2: yeah I know I just want to I just want to press them against your head and just get you to repeat what you are to me you fucking idiot sandwich what
1: are you talking about that is delicious fried frits and tomato sauce is delicious and there's nothing you can say or do to convince me otherwise I don't it's like tomato delicious. sauce not delicious
2: what <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright alright here's, here's how we address the situation Hold up. Hold up. What the fuck are you? Oh, is that the gain? Like. Oh, that's the wrong way, gain. Alright. This is how we address the situation. Um, Do you like any condiments? Yes. What condiments do you like? Ah. You can't just. I don't know. This shit. No. It's either, hey, look, I hate tomato sauce, but. You know, I like mustard. That's well, fine. Ba- but if you're if you're like, I hate tomato sauce, but tomato chutney is my jam, then then we gotta then we gotta talk. No, off I... off off re- Off the record. So <laughs> so, so <laughs>
0: like you know the defaults, salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Are <laughs> those you know, aren't shit. condiments. <laughs> the, I mean, if salt was they, a sauce, they technically are if you're adding them at the end. If it's a garnish. They're, they're seasoning. I'm garnishing it.
2: You are not garnishing. <laughs> yeah, shit the with salt and
1: pepper's not there to fucking to flavour the meal. No, it's meant to make the meal look pretty.
0: Exactly. No, that's why salt's translucent. Generally, don't like most tomato sauces.
1: I did fuck. I did fucking absolutely demolish those frits with a. I didn't even use a a regular sauce bottle. I used one of those two liter sauce bottles and poured it on. But that's, that's fantastic. So yeah, anyone who's confused, I cooked fried frits because I'm poor. Mm. I I work a job and I'm still poor. Yeah. So, uh, yes. (laughs) <laughs> welcome to my world anywho welcome to also welcome to SV Cheats one <gasps> oh look at that fucking tie-in yeah fucking podcast about gaming and gaming related symptoms i am your host and with me today i have me alex
0: and with us we have Jaden. as usual i'm here too he's here free you're here free
1: all right Alex is here too. I'm here one.
2: You both. Oh, that moms. sounds weird. <laughs> no, actually, actually we're bananas think... in pajamas, and you're just that awkward rat that's always trying to sell us his.
1: I'm a rat. Hat. Fucking rat in a hat. I think his name is. I think that's just literally his name. A rat in a hat. Okay. Is he in
2: a hat? Yes. I thought he was just the sales rat. No,
1: no uh, if I write rat in a hat we get sidetracked easily. pajamas in pajamas he's a fictional fictional character all right <laughs> <It was real. laughs> he's the owner of the rat shop and friend of b1 and b2 fucking I, i'm guessing they're using the term friend very loosely
2: <laughs> from what i remember he's yeah.
1: busy clever usually greedy and sometimes bossy he says the catchphrase cheese and whiskers and usually likes to trick the bananas and the teddies oh that's right there was fucking teddies in that show wasn't it oh yeah there was like 3 of them weren't there And the teddies would usually say, oh no, that rat in a hat. (laughs) So yeah, he's literally defined by what he wears and
2: what he is. What a fucking, what a time to be alive. His character both uh, begins and ends with his appearance. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh man, fucking social
1: justice warriors would have a field day. What if he doesn't identify as a rat? Nah, no, fuck it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, uh, yes, welcome to the podcast. Alex, how's your week been?
2: Uh my week's been pretty uneventful. Uh, the fake grand order, fucking. I say this every now
1: and then, but what? I don't think I say it enough. Just play something else different, and be like, <laughs> "Fucking, I'll give this a good shake of the sword when the fucking come." Or oh, like the fucking. Tell me about your game session today oh my game session i was gonna get to that all right i was getting to that uneventful and yet you fucking going harping
2: on about how fucking awesome this new shit is this is this is not even a game by game standards all right it is just a forum in an executable file Uh. and it is called kind words and all it is is a game in the loosest rendition of that game Mm -hmm. that allows people to like submit or post their problems to the (laughs) entire gaming community who obviously is participating in this and while while in there you can answer it and you're generally encouraged to be a nice person about it so i just spent the like the past two hours today just being like a free online therapist to strangers on the internet translation he's ruining people's lives because we all
0: know what alex is like
1: no no no. he he asked me i was there with him so he asked for my sort of input so oh in that i was sort of uh, i was curating (laughs) his, uh curating his uh ability to ruin someone else's, uh day but usually like what was the first thing like the first question that like because when alex booted up it's like all right who's a jojo fan (laughs) like why (laughs) it's like first question he got was a question about jojo and i'm like i can get behind this i can really get behind this and then like we get um like some serious questions like how do i talk to this girl or this friend doesn't like me or how to get out of a fucking pyramid scheme because <laughs> <laughs> well, i can't remember the name well, i can't remember the exact question it was basically hey uh i think like a friend is deep in a pyramid scheme uh <laughs> how does he get out and i don't know how fucking pyramid schemes work all i know is that uh i can don't sh- i can i can sh- sh- i can well i can tell it, like if someone's like hey what's this i'll be like that's a fucking pyramid scheme but if they ask me to define it in like the quantifiable terms yeah i'll be like it's it's bad money bad money (laughs) it's like fucking the tupperware sale stuff like you have people it's like hey buy tupperware from me and then you can sell the tupperware and then you you'll be your own boss and then you buy the tupperware from this person and you can't fucking sell the tupperware because no one wants to buy tupperware Especially when you get that shit online, like, dirt cheap. But, you know, this game puts the fucking hard questions out there. Mm. Like, take a shower. Yeah. You're not a Smash Bros player. Mm. That was a weird one. Yeah. But, hey, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> See, like, the um, people behind it are called Pop Cannibal. Yep. And... Um, I have fire four games so the recent one is a kind words lo-fi chill beats to write to They have a game called block pooper nine i don't know what happened to block Pooper one through eight <laughs> uh make sail is like a build your boat sort of game got mixed reviews and girls like robots which I have a friend that owns it apparently. Mm. Well, there you go. So, yes, uh, Kai words is a certainly interesting take uh, on the whole the, the whole like psych- I don't know, it's 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 encouraging interaction between people which is like pretty fucking cool and by by the looks of things people aren't dicks on it. They're just pretty fine with it, like everyone's asking legitimate questions and giving legitimate answers so that's pretty cool yeah i, I do like that i might pick it up myself and there, just... there
2: are there are a couple of questions i've seen that i have uh, gone ahead and taken a look at and gone i am in no way qualified to answer this <laughs> like the pyramid scheme one yeah like the pyramid scheme one like i i know what a pyramid scheme looks like i got no idea how to get out of one buddy i'm sorry
1: the only answer I had was cash out. Yeah. I don't know if that's a fucking possibility, but just cash out. So, but fucking like, duck The runs. question
2: said like they are in the deep in this pyramid scheme. So I don't think cashing out's even an option if it was one.
1: Are they are they at the fucking the cult level status of oh. deep or are they just like borderline executive about to find out that this pyramid scheme is running off the backbone of Kafulu?
2: i i have that's, no that's, idea the, the, Ooh,
1: that's the thing we don't know
2: yeah the information you can be like you human. can
1: cash out before cthulhu but if you're half a fish person man you might as well go all the way <laughs> like if i got barnacles coming out of places that shouldn't be coming fucking sign me up cthulhu i've already done the damage so like literally anywhere <laughs> fucking cthulhu sitting there <laughs> with a table of tupperwares go and buy my wares <laughs> Oh dark Lord Cthulhu, you know you know just what I need and that's a fucking lasagna Tupperware container and
2: fucking tentacles. <laughs> I'm gonna be genuinely honest with you right now. I got no fucking idea where to get Tupperware from. Oh do I know
1: a pyramid <laughs> scheme for you? I just bought a hundred dollars worth of fucking uh, Tupperware and you know I gotta I gotta hock it off somehow.
2: I legit it. believe my girlfriend is in a fucking pyramid scheme.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Your girlfriend, as much as she wants the best, she's I can see her walking into a room and so on going, You wanna be in a pyramid scheme? She's like, <laughs> oh, I like shapes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like,
2: so, you ever heard of a thing called Neutrametics? Well, no, Neutrogenics. What the
1: fuck? No, it sounds familiar, but contextually, I have no fucking idea.
2: Yeah, because she's she's in that. What is that? Do I, you I don't, know what that is? Apparently, it's like makeup or something. And oh, she buys it from someone, and then she's like instructed that's a to sell it Yeah, that's what I. That's, said, a, that's pyramid a pyramid scheme. scheme.
1: <laughs> oh my god! What starts? Yeah, I can yeah. imagine
0: this can be the case. Actually, is the case. <laughs>
1: jesus christ so yeah uh, your girlfriend's in an actual pyramid scheme just not with tupperware just with makeup you fucking you walk in as cafulu in a <laughs> wig with like lipstick on his tentacles <laughs> by my wares <laughs> stranger so uh other than um uh the cool lo-fi beats to chill out with uh what else have you been up to
2: uh just before I've resumed my uh Total War Warhammer 2 campaign with Jaden. So, mhm. So, we're we're playing that one together. Uh as How, how long inv- have you been at well, that campaign? Well, this uh, this
0: is a new campaign cuz Alex bitched yeah. out in the last one.
2: I bitched out in the last oh. one because um you know the Jurassic World movie? Yes. Yeah, the one with the big white dinosaur? The big white dinosaur. Yeah, the Indominus Rex
1: oh the fucking the uh man-made dinosaur yeah yeah, yeah.
2: so in warhammer there's a uh, there's a dinosaur he's big and he's white and his name's gore rock and he's a playable mm. character when we initially began our campaign he was um he wasn't but now he is so i said let's restart because we're not that far through it we might as well just restart it so i can pick gore rock. Go rock. yeah so now i'm playing gore rock so every Maybe. time, every time I get into a fight, I just like, while he's fighting things, I just play that one scene from uh, the Jurassic World movie where like a bunch of dudes with like shock pods, like shock rods and fucking electro balls just start I'm gonna running. Be, I'm going to be honest dinosaur. with you.
1: That movie is just a blank to me. <laughs> like I, I fucking saw it. I went and saw it and I can remember fucking very little from it the only thing I can remember was the fact that they ripped off like the first Jurassic Park by having that chick at the end just light the flare and be like T-Rex over here over here <laughs> fuck apparently she's Kira Knightley um, <laughs> but with the fucking flare over here T-Rex and they, they, they basically just ripped that scene right from the first movie and then that's and then what no the fucking cousin of the chick who runs the park gets super fucking had by, like, a pterodactyl. No, I wasn't the cousin. Like, that was just
2: her assistant.
1: No, no, no. Unfortunately, they were related in some no, no, way.
2: Just, just her assistant. That was just her assistant where she's like, oh, she's got to look after the kids. So she's like, all right, I'm just going to dump these kids on my assistant for the day.
1: And, <laughs> usually, and usually it's like you'd have it would be a, a calmer situation like oh this assistant's bad and she hates kids and stuff no she was she was trying her fucking best to make these kids have a nice time and then the movie just goes what if not only the pterodactyl gets her but a fucking sea monster eats the pterodactyl <laughs> <laughs> like how you could not been had like seriously I was waiting for an explosion to come from that sea monster just to triply make sure she's dead it's like it's fucking pterodactyl starts ripping apart cool sea monster eats it up cool sea monster explodes and guts and gore everywhere and everyone's dead like she she gets it so hard i don't even think she deserved it
2: no she she in no in no way deserved it she hooked those kids up with like fucking vip passes yeah
1: like she did she was she was nice and when i saw her get had that hard i couldn't help but laugh and then felt bad for laughing (laughs) because she didn't actually do anything really bad
2: so she was she was actually kind of a nice person
1: yeah and that's the only two scenes i can remember of that film like i can remember there's a fucking man-made dinosaur but
0: when i try to think of it i literally can't picture it see i haven't seen anything of the whole series
2: I linked well, first you to one's the good. fucking Second the one. clip of the white.
0: Well, yeah, I've seen that one clip because you showed me, but I haven't actually yeah. seen
2: the movies. That's all you need to see from that movie is there was a big white dinosaur and management thought it was an excellent idea to send people with shock sticks up against it.
1: Yeah, when they designed it to be fucking, like, pretty much invulnerable. Yeah, because they,
2: is... they went and they spoke to the guy who designed it and they're like, you said Wasn't you wanted like a monster, this is what Spock? I made you. Isn't isn't the guy who plays that doctor like Spock? No,
1: this fucking Chinese guy. Yeah, but like the, <laughs> the actor who plays Spock, not actually Spock in Jurassic Park. You what? know the guys like the guys like oh my, that's George, George Takei. Takei.
2: Yeah, isn't he the no. fucking? <laughs> what? I swear he is. I sh- I shit you not, he's not.
1: All right, I'll fucking Google this while you explain uh,
0: your Warhammer thing.
2: Right, that, that was the Warhammer thing. I just wanted to play a white dinosaur, so I picked a white fucking dinosaur.
0: It's great because I'm playing the slavers. Yeah. Just uh, not even gonna... Fucking
2: elves. <laughs> yep. To have, having fun with the elves, there, buddy. Playing yeah. them, playing them uh, playing them dark elves. Enjoying those uh. Slaves. <laughs> well, that's it. See
0: everyone else can capture hostages or in in the lizardmen eat them Mm. to to replenish troops but then the um after a battle but then the dark elves also nick slaves and send them off to their colonies to get you extra work however it also reduces your public order in those areas so don't don't have too many slaves or they'll rebel against you it's
2: it's historically accurate i guess (laughs) it's It's his- historically accurate for a fictional fantasy universe. Yep.
1: It was like when you're reading uh, Dark Souls fan fiction. How, oh, like, yeah, that's we did not, that. That's not lore friendly <laughs> and it's like, it's fucking fan fiction. It's,
2: it's, it's a Dark Souls Ruby crossover fan yeah.
1: fiction. That happened, apparently. We, yeah. it, and it's how many chapters long? I was about 30 chapters long. Fuck me man Someone went and thought You know what's the best crossover That happened since Fucking
2: anything else Dark Souls and Ruby. Oh not even Like the longest The longest fan fiction And it's still in production uh, Is a Smash Bros fan fiction Well
1: fucking The latest Smash Bros Would just be Like like, it's, It's so much ammunition now Because everyone's in it
2: Yeah pretty much and
1: that's the problem with Smash Brothers. Fucking... What's his face? The guy behind Smash Brothers. Ah, oh, fuck. His name escapes me. Uh the
2: uh, Sakurai? Yeah.
1: Sakurai. Fucking... He is just not gonna stop <laughs> until everybody is in Smash Brothers. Hmm. I mean, like, everyone.
0: Yeah, like, is that a bad thing?
1: No. Not at all. For him, yes! Like, not he, not went right, he went to work... Alright, he went... There was stories where I was like, yeah, man, I fucking went into work on Smash Bros. Ultimate with an IV drip in me. You know, I was sick, but I was fine. Man, like, you know, everyone's like, dude, go fucking home. You, If you're sick, go home. You need the rest. If I fucking did that, my boss would be like, hey, man, can, can you drive with the IV on? If you can, fucking good. If not, <laughs> then uh, uh, you're just going to have to do without the IV drip. <laughs> but, like, he comes into work with an IV... And, and everyone's just like, no, 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 stop, stop. Like, you need rest. And he's like, yeah, fucking rest when I'm dead. And he's close <laughs> to it. Oh, <Yeah>. rest <laughs> he's when, when I'm dead. That is
0: gonna happen.
1: You <laughs> are not like, yeah. far off. <laughs> and he's like, yep, I've announced another DLC pack for Smash. So we have more fucking Smash brothers coming in, like Smash bro- bros coming in. So, uh, yeah, fucking how about that and then when season two's done he's gonna be like yeah and season three and he's like okay we get it sakurai season we get it. and he's like "And season four season five uh sakurai you don't work for nintendo anymore season six <laughs> season seven it's like sakurai please please retire like right like now, fuck please. it season seven we're gonna have the playstation symbol as a fucking playable character <laughs> We we can't do. Not fucking.
2: Bring down the walls! We're gonna have everybody! Master Chief is now a uh, Doom Slayer echo fighter. Exactly.
1: And Doom Slayer is an echo fighter to fucking the boy from Ape Escape.
2: (laughs) I want this to happen.
1: Or fucking. if If you fucking keep it at it, it will happen. Oh, otherwise so, your boy so Sora's gonna so get. As long in. as they don't
2: add Sora, I'm fine.
1: You know, you know, like Sora is pretty much a surefire hit. If not the last character, it will definitely be in season two.
2: It better fucking not be. It's such a waste. It's. I said, like, I
1: do not like Kingdom Hearts. Like, mm. I gave it a fucking good shake of that sauce bottle, and I completed one. I'm like, wow. Okay, combat shit two i don't have any attachments to disney so the story alone is basically playing on the fact that you're meant to be a disney fan i'm like okay i'm not a fan of disney stuff uh and two the combat is literally just spam hit even some of the bosses suffer so badly with that combat combat system in two and not two in, in the first kingdom hearts Same Kingdom hearts improved a bit but at the same time it's like hey look are you a fan of disney i'm like no I was like, get the fuck out <laughs> of here, loser i'm like i'm the loser i'm the one who loves survival horror and he's disney telling me to fuck off yeah and then like kingdom hearts free was meant to be the big like it was meant to be like delivered by god's green earth itself you it meant to come down from the heavens and bless everybody of kingdom hearts's free presence and then it came out with a whimper and it's just like we're out, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, cool," and that's yeah, it. Cool. That's all I fucking heard. And it's like, people are like I waited fucking seventeen years for this shit, and like, <laughs> okay, cool. And when it came out, it's like, yeah, it's fine.
2: I actually, I want to fuck. Did, quick did look. people's nostalgia bonus get in the way of our uh, Oh, of nostalgia. Them to the store. Nostalgia
1: is a powerful tool. Oh, yeah. It is. That's why people fork out fuck tons of money for old consoles to only play like the console twice and never again yep Mm. so like as it like even me like but at the same time i play like the old resident evil games over and over again because not only do it like do i have like a nostalgia boner for it but at the same time I find them enjoyable. Like that's why I play so many old games. Like I'm playing games that are old like PlayStation 1 era stuff for the first time and enjoying them more than some of the new shit that's come out. Like I I will say this once and I'll say it again every single time it's brought up. PlayStation 1 is the golden era of video games. Not fucking Super mm. Nintendo not nintendo 64 not playstation 2 playstation 1 and that's where my that's where i'll fucking i'll die on this hill playstation 1 for life one love also kingdom hearts got like a 83 percent. again did people
2: expect <laughs> it to be more than what it was well, that's 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 the
1: problem with uh, self perpetuated hype machines. Mm. It's like, man, fuck yeah, Kingdom Hearts Three. When it comes out, it's like, oh my god, that's why that's why Valve does not want to touch Half Life Three yeah. because yeah. they they explicitly they explicitly state it's like we saw what happened with Mass Effect Three, and we're scared. <laughs> we don't we don't want that to happen like they don't want to release half-life 3 unless it's something bombastic game changing like half-life 1 was bombastic for its storytelling like one of like so like, i wouldn't say unique but how it did its storytelling the silent protagonist of gordon freeman being a regular person etc etc like that was crazy and then you had half-life 2 come out and that was based on its physics engine physics engine and everyone loved the fucking source engine because of how the physics and shit worked. And then you had the physics, um, puzzles and shit like that. Like valve need something to step up in order to release half life free or bankruptcy. They need bankruptcy to release half life free. Because as soon as, if they're like, Oh man, uh, Hey, uh, fucking Gabe Newell. Yes. Uh, banks looking a bit dry fucking hits a button half-life Three trailer comes out and every, and every, and then the, he literally just sits there in his room sitting back on his chair and watching the fucking bank numbers roll up and it's like we haven't even started pre-orders yet and people are pre-ordering our pre-orders
2: yeah so gabe newell's just sitting there there's like a there's like a red button on his desk with like a glass top there's like break in case of emergency just like in case
1: (laughs) in case i can't afford my seventh vacation home half life
2: three (laughs) (laughs) launch half life three just like
1: not even launch they just have to reveal that it's there and then never launch it and then people be like oh man fucking it has it just has to do what star citizen's doing shows that it exists and then it makes millions and then which never i still comes think out. star citizen is a goddamn fucking scam i am <laughs> lucky i'm like man this looks pretty fucking cool and then and then they change their refund policy and then <laughs> they're like <laughs> <laughs> it's like Star Citizen's looking really cool and it's like oh, okay it's been like what three four years do we have anything uh yes we have a uh, update to a terms and service and refund policy this is oh what 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 was that <laughs> it's like yeah um you can't the terms of the service level. and and a refund and a refund policy like, can, can can you say a bit louder <laughs> what i'm not getting my fucking money back okay um you you better release a fucking product then and then like they have people like there was these rich people i can't remember who but these group uh two people invested like 32 million dollars into um star citizen like they now own like a percentage of the company because of that investment but like not only uh did they get like so much money from the kickstarter but then they got so much money after the kickstarter and then so much money from everybody else and it's like hey look if you want like all these fancy ships you can you know pay us a thousand dollars and people are like god damn I'm so smart with my money <laughs> fucking these ships aren't gonna get anywhere out. Mm. jesus christ but i'm off topic very anyway uh wow that was a fucking divergent straight from jurassic park
2: to <laughs> star citizen and it all started with with pyramid schemes
0: pyramid schemes exactly so mm. is that your week that's my week Uh right, jade how's your week well i've been Playing Total Warhammer with Alex. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I have also been playing. Drumroll? Uh, no, I've been go- getting <laughs> back into Dragon Ball Fighters again. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. been showing us some of your combo moves. I've been doing some, your combo moves. Been doing some, some practice. I successfully. Manage to practice a Touch of Death combo that I can land with my main team. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Which is, yeah, a combo that kills from 100% health. It's even better. It doesn't actually have the hardest requirements of, like, resources you have to have available. Mm. And the attack... (laughs) The attack that it starts out of is a frame trap, which basically means if someone's trying to mash buttons out of their block, it leaves a slight gap so they can start up their attack, and then you hit them before it actually comes out. So basically, if if they're mashing, they get punished for it. Yeah, exactly. But that also opens up other things, like because I can start it either from a low attack or from the frame trap which can follow yeah. on immediately after the low and at the same time once you know once you've got people conditioned to you know respect the frame traps and go for a reflect or block out of it i can go for a, a stagger to reset my to reset you know the block pressure or i could give a bit of a delay to bait out a reflect and then punish them for missing there for missing that so having having the starter having two separate starters on that means i can it's easier for me to condition people to respect it so yeah it's like hey look i can do this yeah so and once you've proven you can do that people respect stuff like that frame trap more Which means you can get away with doing the more unsafe options, like I was saying. Doing a doing it's almost like a mind game. It is a mind game. Um, yeah, but I've just been practicing that, and I've been practicing a few other combos with my other characters. So I actually have a solid three man team that I properly know how to use. We still need to get a good a GSSB
1: on that game. I haven't downloaded. I do believe. So I'm willing to try it out sometime. Let me just have the... Well, but I'll have to... Yeah, I'll, I'll, got it, see got it when, installed.
0: I'll see when Suki's got some time free and we should be able to record because he's um, me and Alex's mate who also play the game. It's us yeah. three out of our group that play it mostly.
1: Yeah, I definitely need to touch base on it. I I've got a couple of friends like Suki.
0: Even, even your friend Hydra has it okay yeah josh doesn't play it though like he got it and then never got into it and jordan plays it occasionally like we might be able to convince him in but see how it goes he can be the one that fights you that's what we'll start with okay that seems fair (laughs) so how's your week is that your week that's yeah that's pretty much it they're the only things i've been doing oh i also saw um the new tarantino movie uh once upon oh, yeah. a time in hollywood i personally reckon it's his best one at least out of the ones i've seen mm. um but yeah, yeah it's yeah, really good yeah. i haven't seen it but yeah from what i
1: hear it's it's like a more slower pace like it's, how tarantino yeah, does it's slower his directing. it's
0: more it's more of a, a story based it's got some his kind of traditional weird pacing and it isn't as bloody for the most part mm. like i i hear like a scene or two but for the most part it's not um
1: i hear that the. Uh, He has a little... It makes it look like he has a foot fetish from that film. Is this true? No. Okay. Because from what I hear, there's a lot of scenes with feet.
0: Yeah, but a lot of of those scenes are like... Because it's set in like 1958 or something like that. So a lot of those scenes are like on the set of a Western. And that's how you show a lot of you know when the bad guy walks into a tavern or something like that you'd follow his boots up the stairs and then cut when he walks in oh so it's, it's so more like, of like a, uh, a homage introduction to, thing rather than like, like yeah. yeah there is quite a there is he, people are writing that there is quite a few scenes like that but it's more of a either a homage to or actually makes sense to do it like it, it doesn't feel off-putting it, it's
1: not in there for the sake of being in there there's a reason yeah, why those shots are in stylistic there
0: stylistic choice
1: okay because yeah I, I heard foot fetish things I'm like I haven't seen it I haven't got time to see it I, I wanted to see the new It movie but I haven't had time to see it and that's I don't think as, I'll have
0: time to see it that's good as well not as good as the first one but it's still good I want to see because yeah I fucking
1: one I'm poor like cool thank you um money for not being there for me uh <laughs> and two i just don't have the time like right i i could go in the morning at the fucking the spooky time
0: of eleven thirty a.m
1: but nah we'll see how it goes so that's been your week
0: yeah that's that's been it
1: right so my week consists of pretty much one game and one game only and that's dark souls so i've started i've i mentioned it previously on the podcast about the adventures of misty Fisty Cuffs, and i was meant to start in demon souls and then move my way up to dark souls dark souls 2 uh then free then uh bloodborne but right now i'm experiencing a weird save file issue on the my playstation 3 with demon souls where like i would save and sometimes the save won't save and i would lose like a whole chunk of process or process progress and like okay cool i'll just start with dark souls one and then probably come back to demon souls hopefully but hopefully by the time i've done dark souls two and three i have fixed the save issue with demon souls but i'll see how it goes but it's no the main character is no longer misty fisty cuffs the main character's name is now Hannah Bongtana.
0: Is that because you weren't punching things? So you had to change because
1: it? Because I wasn't punching things. So you had uh, to change I've,
0: it on principle. I had to change it,
1: yeah. Certainly on principle. At the same time, uh, Hannah Bongtana kind of rolls off the tongue just as well as Misty Fistycuffs. But uh, yeah, the problem with Misty Fisty Cuffs is I wasn't doing many Fisty cuffs. It was more of like, I've gotten extremely good luck on this my current run of Dark Souls because I've gotten things like the halberd, the Dark Knight halberd, which is a rare drop, uh, silver knight spears, which is a rare drops, like a lot of rare drops, which have been like in my favor. So as soon as I got that Black Knight halberd, which was like incredibly early on in the game, uh, I started speccing my character into the stats to use the Black Knight halberd and i feel like it's made the game almost redundantly easy like almost like combat is not an issue anymore and i don't know how to feel about that because i love my black knight halberd i like doing damage but i can't exactly just like i've specced my character to wield the, the black knight halberd which requires 32 strength and 18 dexterity and once i got to it man i'm pretty much one hitting most common enemies uh bosses are pretty easy i'm pretty much uh hannah Tana tanner is in full uh silver knight gear except for my shield which is a black knight shield which i got from the first black knight i found in uh the undead berg and then the second black knight i found dropped his halberd so i'm fucking all for that
0: it's, it's fucking love it sitting there going, well, I'm i wanted to do
1: <laughs> i wanted to do a black knight thing but uh it's been a very long time since i've played dark souls to the point where i can't remember how to farm for black knight stuff because the black knights in most of the early game are one-off enemies once you kill them they're gone
0: the only place i remember black knights respawning are in the kiln of the first flame yeah
1: that's it that's the only thing i can remember is like the black knights on the way there that's it but by the time i'm there i've or i would already spec my armor out to what
0: i want but then like well i have i think that's more hmm. so you can farm it for new game
1: New game plus. Yeah, I might might do some new game plus, but right now I'm just going through the game its tidy because Um I still I'm pretty far into the game. I would say How was it? I'm Right now heading towards Nito to kill Nito. I've already done the four kings. Um I still have the Witch of lift and Seif to go, but I've only been playing the game for like two or three days. And Yeah, pretty much I would say I'm halfway
2: through. I I could have sworn as I was helping people, self-helping people on uh, Kind Words earlier today, I could have sworn I remembered you saying, all right, Nito, put your hands up. Or fucking Nito square up. Something along the lines of that. I
1: was telling Nito to square up. Turns out (sighs) I found an imposter. I'm at the place where you join the... uh,
0: I oh, think it's the that's covenant. right. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. I thought that was where nito was. Turns out no, nito is uh further
0: down. You're fucking pinwheel. Oh no, pinwheel's easy. I I know. I've already passed easy. Him. Pinwheel's easy, but but fuck him. <laughs> Pin
1: pinwheel is just like I was contemplating whether to rush pinwheel, like rush straight into the catacombs to get the uh the right of kindling so i can have 15 Estus flasks instead of 10 but I was, I was like yeah fuck it like the only way to really go through the catacombs at your own pace is you need a divine weapon to successfully kill the skeletons otherwise they just keep getting back up and also to the game like the game is like beautiful especially with the ds fix mod which is just literally a text file that says hey look this Uh, graphical settings you can just change in a text file and uh yeah the game looks great also the game is fucking annoying when you got those massive like vast like landscapes and you have to run across the entire landscape to get back to the boss fight like for example new londo ruins Uh, new londo does not have a single bonfire at all so you have to start from Firelink Shrine, take an elevator down, run from one side of New Londo to the other to get to the Four Kings and then do that every single time you die. And it's like, fuck me, man. Especially like, all right. Four Kings, you expect four people, right? You expect four of them. When I did the Four Kings, I had to deal with five of them. Not because, because in the Four it Kings fight. so long to No, on. no. That's the thing. I killed each of the four kings like pretty quickly but there was literally a smidgen of health left on the boss's health bar that they needed to summon another king for me to kill he to slapped completely it once. yeah it was the most anticlimactic shit ever like I killed the four kings and it's literally like one hit away from death on the on the uh, health bar and I'm like there's a an... fuck me man like I, you, four kings, my ass! I had to fight five of them, and the last one I just ran up to him and slapped and That was it. He's like, "Oh, I died." I
0: remember. When but yeah, I there fought, is the, there is the. Hmm? I remember when I fought the four kings. I struggled for a few times. I struggled, struggled, and then went fuck it. Put it put away my shields, two handed my sword, and I think power within or fire within, whatever it. Power within. Use a. Sp- that spell that boosts your attack up the wazoo but constantly drains mm. your own health and then yeah, just what I blitz with... through them in like two stamina bars yeah that's what i do it's like um
1: i didn't use the power within i just two-handed my black knight halberd and just went to town dodged most of their shit because they're quite slow with their attacks but i remember and i do have a recording somewhere on my computer of it the first time i beat the four kings I had so much trouble that when I beat them, I was like almost in tears of joy because we just went through them that many times. Like, I just. It was. I had like super high poise armor on, but I just couldn't fucking do it. But now, fucking. I, I beat it in like the third try. Yeah. Which is also the weirdest thing. Is like, I beat the Smog and Ornstein fight on my first try. Hmm.
0: And I'm like, okay. Who did so you like, kill first?
1: uh ornstein yeah
0: see that fight was a lot harder for me because alex had told me in advance that you only get the armor set of whoever you kill last yeah the armor set and weapons and i specifically wanted ornstein's however that's also the harder way to take the fight yeah it's like
1: ornstein i feel like i got cheaped out on the fight because ornstein was doing like nothing really like he was doing a couple like swings and i was hiding behind the pillars to get away from a uh, smog but all I'm wasn't really doing his full kit he was doing like swing swings and my black knight halberd just fucking destroyed him and it's like okay now i've got a fatty fatty two by four to fucking smack around and that was it I'm like okay i guess that's i died to the fucking npcs outside the door over smog and ornstein so like there's two two npcs outside the door after you uh smack uh guinevere in the tits and uh yeah they fucking murked me you know, like fuck man can the fuck the fuck but i beat Smogan ornstein on first try so fucking i guess i so. mm. but yeah i was showing alex my uh my superior parry like once you learn how to parry in that game like the game is almost trivialized like the harder enemies that do like the the, the fucking the, the humanoid enemies that you can parry and repost trivializes them especially with the black knight halberd which i've got on like plus four right now literally one hits the enemies with a good parry and the black yeah. knight shield i think has A lot more uh, parry frames on it than most other shields and the way you can sort of see your parry frames is uh, if you go down an elevator and you face a wall and you hit the parry button on the wall you'll see sparks come up and each one of those sparks is a parry frame so the more sparks the more parry frames you have and I think the Black Knight shield has, like, too generous of a parry window.
0: No, the Black Knight shield... The thing is, other than super-heavy shields, which have a bash, like the tower shields, yeah. every other shield only falls into light or medium in their parry frames. Which is... So, even, like, a regular round shield... Because the, the light shields, which the are things shields. like target shields and... Um, parrying shields have Mm -hmm. i believe 12 frames it's either 12 or 8 frames on those ones and regular shields have eight or six okay because yeah i feel like the black knight shield. so the black knight is very generous of those two but it's still eight or six frames when even like a regular round shield would also be Hmm. the same eight or six frames okay
1: but yeah that's that's been uh the adventures of hannah bong in dark souls so far like oh yeah i f- i feel if i keep at keep at this rate i could probably beat dark souls by the end of the week and move into dark souls 2 which nice. is like the worst in my opinion it's not bad it's just the worst in the series Isn't
0: i think like
2: the general consensus is no one likes dark souls 2 no, the general uh, consensus
0: is it's the worst of the series, but it is still a good game.
2: Yeah,
1: it's good. It's definitely fun, but uh, it's it's just very. How do I put it? I don't like the one thing I really like about Dark Souls is its boss fights. Like boss fights are pretty much like the yeah. best part of the Dark Souls games, as well yeah. as like the sort of story told. But the boss fights in Dark Souls Two are all just generally bad. Like, the majority of the boss fights are a big boss surrounded by multiple ads. It's like, cool. And once you kill those ads, the big boss is just fucking easy. Like, the one first thing that comes to mind is the spider boss, the big-ass spider boss. So it, you, you enter the arena and there's, like, 15 little spiders and a massive big spider but once you killed all the little spiders the big spider is too slow to move around like at your speed so you can just walk around like to the side of its head and just smack the head and that's it and that's just that's how it like the from what i remember how the boss fights in two mainly go it's like the ones with the ads are just big big boss with many ads once you kill the ads the big boss is easily done like there are some good uh one-on-one fights in that game but i think like the multiple ad the the bosses with the ads just sort of ruin the experience yeah especially like some of the bosses are just like oh he is like a whole bunch of rats but one of these rats has the the health bar was like, okay and then it was like the rat boss which is just a big rat and four small rats i'm like okay and it's just like shit like that and then you enter a church and there's a whole bunch of like undead uh undead fucking priests and then, and then there's one main priest they did the same thing in
0: dark souls 3 with the uh um, deacons of the what deep. is it that yeah where it's just like okay there's just one yeah but the couple of multi hit the multi boss fights in like one and three they were there for a reason like there was an interesting gimmick to them not just ads like the abyss watches which i know i talked about before because it's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. designs of a boss has all the other abyss watches coming up and ending up fighting each other as well you've got the four kings as we talked about before which will keep summoning more kings but they're on a set time limit that can get kind of annoying because if you kill them too fast you're just kind of chilling for a minute going you're gonna spawn the next one or what (laughs) pretty much yeah um but you know then they've got even bloodborne they've got like rom the vacuous spider who's a fucking pain in the ass and exactly like you described just one Mm. big ass spider slug with a ton of tiny spiders, except the big spider slug slug also casts ice magic at you.
2: And it can also teleport, so that's how it keeps its speed uh, up and around you. Yeah. But, that said... Oh, there's also
0: the... Uh, yeah, it's that, a bit uh, of a frustrating big, tall fight, alien but it's thing. also supposed to be...
2: A frustrating boss fight.
0: It's supposed to be that gatekeeper. You know, it's it's gatekeeper. less about... That fight, the ROM fight, is less about the actual fight and more about the setting that it's in and getting the transition between the two thematic halves of the game. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, mm. but you get my point. Dark Souls, yeah, yeah. Dark Souls Three, the um, what was it the two DLC, both the DLC ones actually from um. Uh, the first DLC have dual boss fights. I haven't played the uh, DLCs in Dark Souls
1: three, so I'm I'm waiting to see how that goes. I've got them, just haven't played them.
2: Yeah, you, you'll I'll get there them, eventually.
1: I'll get there eventually because uh,
2: with with misty fisticuffs. No, it's Hannah, Bong, Hannah, Tanner Hannah now. Bong Tanner now.
1: I even made up a picture like. I think I've shown you this picture before, but I made up a picture to uh, best describe Hannah Bongtana. I'll chuck it in our general quickly. But yeah, so the character's name is Hannah Bongtana instead of Misty Fisty Cuffs because uh, punching was not had and big dick swinging was. So uh, Hannah Bongtana (laughs) it is. So yeah, that's uh, the Avengers of Hannah Bongtana. So that's been my week is just dark souls and it's now time to get into the news mm. the news to which uh the tokyo game show happened it yep. did that it did and uh a lot of things happened one was a uh, i haven't seen all of the like
0: hour and a bit of death stranding gameplay I've seen I haven't seen all of it but I've seen enough to know I was interested in the game I'm I'm already interested by default it's Hideo
1: Kojima I see this as like something that interests me and something that a lot of people actually hate as well like it's it's definitely Hideo Kojima like after his experience with uh Metal Gear Solid 5 I'm not surprised he's doing the open world thing but at the same time the way he's gone about this game is, like, really interesting concept, but I can see a lot of people not liking it.
2: Oh, yeah. Where you have no. to
1: sort of, like, manage, like, your piss levels, you know, you, your boots, are your sort of... um, They break uh, over time. Yeah.
2: And so, like... You can't be a fucking idiot and just wade through water like it's nothing. You actually have to pay attention to its depth and the flow of the current. But at the
1: same time, this is what I criticised uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 about, was the fact that it makes a lot of tedious tasks which take away from the fun gameplay. So, like, I don't want a game where I have to simulate someone having to eat food, something having to sleep, you know, all the tedious tasks and stuff like that. I just want to play a video game. Yeah.
2: See, I criticised Red Dead uh was it Red Dead Redemption 2 for this as well for being um just so egregiously tedious because like they took tedium to the whole next level of tedium where like you could individually search each each fucking drawer on like a stack of shelves it took you like a full like 20 seconds to finish looting a fucking body like holy shit and, like, it took, like,
1: like half a minute to a minute of just skinning animals. Like, I think mainly, for me, the setting is not something that I enjoy. So, the fact that that, that tedious, uh, busy work adds on to the fact that the cow- whole cowboy setting is not my shtick. that's why i'm like yeah no nah, it's just not the game for me and that's the thing like people fucking love the game and by all means they can love it it's just not the game for me yeah but at the same time like the, the situation with death stranding in comparison is the story looks fucking cool and it looks trippy and cool and i'm willing to put myself through tedious amounts of shit just to experience the story because
2: the story looks interesting as fuck i'm i'm going to say it right now hideo kojima is not the kind of person or is not the kind of developer to sacrifice uh gameplay for story 100% he ain't like that so even though like it shows you all like these like tedious things that you have to manage like realistically, like with the boots, that's just a meter you can track on the side of your screen, and you just get new boots. Like you don't you don't have to manually fucking pull them off and take them on uh, put them on again. Mm. It's it's just a meter that's there that you track. It's like we- it's like armor and weapon degradation in other games. It's it's, it's just pretty much. There. So yeah, uh, so that is death
1: stranding. So they also released the briefing trailer i saw this like a couple weeks ago someone had leaked the briefing trailer uh pretty early so i i fucking downloaded the video just to make sh- just to be sure so i like if they do fucking remove it it was a shitty fucking like cell phone video but i still got the same point but then they went and released like the 4k version it was like okay i can now make more understanding than you know distorted fucking visuals and um clipping audio but yeah so that's death straining uh final fantasy 7 remake uh so that has a release date yes uh Mm. part one will be released march the 3rd 2020 so uh that seems pretty interesting uh i still need to beat final fantasy 7 i'm i would say like this is gonna be a weird fucking statistic but i'm like three tenths of the way through the game okay so like how do i put this you could have
2: just said a third but all right yeah but a third is one third yeah so how are you but three like, tenths of the way through that's it's still that a says third. A, i i warned
1: you it was a weird statistic but unless you played farm fantasy 7 you
2: would not understand I do not understand, and hopefully the Final Fantasy 7 remake will help me understand.
1: Well, let's think, like, I want to play and beat Final Fantasy 7 before I uh, play the remake, so which now, like, that is now timed, yeah. and knowing Final Fantasy, my, me, my experience with Final Fantasy, I put a lot of time into it, like, the last Final Fantasy game I beat was Final Fantasy 8 and that came to final fantasy oh don't don't uh, final fantasy 8 where the fuck did it go there it go uh oof. oof. my steam my steam has it clocked at 111 hours Ooh, all right big big oof that's a that's 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 days that's days of Final Fantasy and junctioning and shit, but some some sessions were just grinding. But I I'll eventually get through Final Fantasy 7 before the remake comes out. That is that is my scout's honor to you.
0: Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. See, I've never played a Final Fantasy game, so I'm not necessarily that interested in it. Like it's I'll it's cool, like... and I'll I'll probably mm. try and get into one of them at some point, but
1: well that's the glory yeah. about uh final fantasy is that you can start wherever the fuck you like because each final fantasy is its own self-contained story so all you have to do is to go through to final fantasies have a look at whatever story appeals to you and then just go with that one but do be warned uh everything you know pre-final fantasy 10 is the sort of uh the old-fashioned stuff like final fantasy 9 came out on the playstation 1 and then final fantasy 10 which was the first final fantasy to have voice acting uh came out on the playstation 2 so there's like a jump between there yeah Mm. but as i said I i love old games so like it doesn't phase me whatsoever but some people i can imagine just bouncing the fuck off it as well but uh, like final fantasy 7 seems seems like an interesting story so far and i already know all the stuff about final fantasy 7 so like the story is particularly interesting but uh there uh, i do have like favorite final fantasy which the story is so much better like uh for example final fantasy X is a is i i would say is probably my most favorite final fantasy uh final fantasy 13 haven't i've played a little bit of that but yeah each final fantasy game has their own thing so you, you as i said just look at whatever story you want in the final fantasy universe and like that tickles my pickle i'm gonna play that one and then there you go hmm. yeah so yeah we yeah. have a release date for final fantasy 7 remake and that's part one part so see one. how that i mean they're gonna charge you for every part aren't they yeah of course yeah because it depends it also depends on how much content they put in each part because Mm. like Final Fantasy 7 has a lot of content but it it goes for like a decent chunk in which I see with Final Fantasy 7 Remake they're going to put a fuck ton more content into those parts that didn't have as much content like they're going to try and make each part its own game's worth but
0: also i also want to see what they're pricing it at uh the one thing well there's a couple Mm -hmm. of things from the tokyo game show i'm interested in but the one i'm most interested in is neo 2 coming out at the start of next year yes Yes. the neo the neo 2 trailer it was fucking weird so like i remember
1: me me all of us were like watching the e3 the PlayStation one and then like Resident Evil 2 remake come, like trailer gets announced. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then like Neo 2 trailer gets announced and Alex is like, fuck yeah. The only difference is we didn't hear from Neo for like a couple of years. Yeah. I think
2: like we just didn't hear from it for I think it's, ages. It's been a full year since we've heard anything from it. So hopefully team Ninja has been hard at work. Hmm. That's why we haven't heard anything. They've been hard at work. They haven't been fucking yanking on our chain. They haven't been, like, baiting us with shit. They've just been hard at work making this the best Neo game there is. Like, yeah, only... I like,
1: I still one. haven't beat Neo 1, but I am on the fucking path to do it.
2: Should you're, I do a fucking
1: ground. Hannah Bongtano of Neo? Uh,
2: uh, you can't because you are locked into a predetermined character. And? He, he's a dude. And? <laughs> How are you gonna Hannah Bongtana or a dude? I think it's more the point I, you can't change. Dude, his name. it's
1: 2019, man.
2: Fucking no, no, Hannah it's, Bongtana, it's like it, 1452.
1: Hannah Bongtana, man, can be as gender fluid as a river flowing, except in Dark Souls, in which she's a woman. Hmm. And then when we hit Neo, no, we can have Banana Bongtana, which is Hannah Bongtana's prodigy son which is william right is that his name william yeah yes william fucking got it i am knowledgeable in the most weird shit so yeah uh neo2 fucking when i saw like the main character become a demon and just fuck shit up oh boy pants grew tight they most
2: certainly did
1: like I do like the fact that you can also create a character now in Neo Two, so So Hannah
2: Hannah Bongtana
1: can happen. Uh, But uh, so it is a prequel,
0: though. Yes, I know. I'm actually kind of happy about that because I well, see, no, I want a direct sequel. Why? We all know how William's story ends. Sorry, I haven't I, don't. Re- I haven't played the three DLCs. Sorry. So the yep. where the base game of Neo One ends, they kind of do this thing going, He had this vision of something happening three years in the future. I believe it was three years. Anyway, mm. and but I forgot that the three DLCs actually cover that arc as well. So yes, I'm yeah. happy I'm happy that it's an unrelated story, that it's either a prequel yeah. or, you know, if it was said uh, a
2: while after it's set
1: in
0: the universe yeah. yeah yeah like it doesn't have to be william's story
2: it, it's cool that it, it's cool that it's not a story i'm, I'm glad it is also not his story because uh in the in the character bio cards for neo it said that uh william just went to an island with hanzo and the two of them just like got drunk and fucking grew old together mm. as like the, the, the biggest dude bros in all of Japan is the two of them just went to an island It's like, fuck it, we're just getting smashed and then we'll just die drunk. It's like, so that, yeah, that it's was, it was like, that was it. And I'm like, that's that's the perfect way to that's end the story. That's how you end
0: it. Yep.
2: Dude's just got dead so, drunk. So, uh, What I'm looking forward to, oh, aside from Neo 2 from the Tokyo Game Show, was Dragon Ball Z Kakarot.
1: Yes, I was just about to mention that. So, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is... just looks like Xenoverse, but minus the, uh... Character the time creation. traveling character
0: creation you actually just play as story beats yeah. through the well, series it looks like a single player Xenoverse with significantly better character
2: models and significantly oh, yeah. better role playing game elements yeah like but in all fishing. seriousness
0: i went to the madman anime festival was it last weekend i don't yeah, it was actually last weekend. it was last weekend oh yeah i did that this week um <laughs> And I saw some gameplay of both that and Code Vein, and they both look really good. Yeah, Code Vein comes out soon, does it? The yep. 27th.
1: 27th.
0: Yeah, are, are we right doing After the for release
2: of Gogeta. Yeah, yeah for, in uh, Dragon
0: Ball Fighters, the new character Gogeta yeah. is being released on the 26th, so I've got one day that me and Alex will slam it out, and then he'll be stuck on Code Vein for a few weeks.
1: Interesting. So, uh, yeah. Dragon Ball Kakarot looks interesting. New, it's interesting. Project Resistance. Now, this is where... This is what like, I specialize in. Resident Evil stuff. That's just me. Yeah. You know. So, the game... The gameplay is shown to be an asymmetric multiplayer game. To which I'm like, not a fan. I'm not a mm. fan of that. I'm not going fuck you capcom and that sort of stuff i actually am happy capcom are trying new stuff with the resident evil remake engine (coughs) oh that's my plate uh resident evil remake 2 engine i'm happy they're trying new stuff um it also came out that this is the multiplayer aspect of the game there is a single player campaign There is a single-player campaign in the game, and the game is still very early in its development. Now, this is not done by Capcom, though. This is out of house. Now, I can't remember uh, who does it out of house. I'll have a quick squizzle. But uh, it says it's developed by Capcom, but they've come out and said that it's done by a different team. So, interesting how that goes. But, yes, they come out and i'm not a big fan of the asymmetric fighting aspect because i mean like you get to play as the tyrant as the bad guy which is pretty cool mind you but it's not something that i am after i'm interested to see how the single player aspect aspect of the game goes because we could still get a resident evil outbreak or we can get a titanfall campaign which is just it's single player but it's the multiplayer part. So, like, you know how in Titanfall, how you're playing this quote-unquote campaign, but yeah, it's just the first, multiplayer matches. Yes,
0: the first, yeah. the
1: first, Titanfall first one, had, first yeah. time fall, where we're just basically just multiple. It's just multiplayer, but oh, single player. Taking off my socks because it's warming up in here because of my heart body, and uh, yeah, uh, it could be that, or it could be a actual, um resident evil outbreak so as i said i'm not angry at capcom i'm actually quite happy they're trying something new but i from the looks of the game and this is just from the looks i'm not going this game's going to be shit yada yada because it's the it's like they keep emphasizing it, this is very early very early build so but it looks like it looks like from currently that the resident evil 2 engine the resident evil 2 remake engine or the way they used it the re engine but how they did it was so resident evil 2 remake uh does not look like it goes well with action like this isn't really survival from the looks of it it isn't really survival horror it just looks like action and like okay that it doesn't look great but i'm gonna wait and see what happens see how that goes you're gonna give it a chance I am going to give it a chance.
2: You're going to give I'm, it a I'm not, not shaking the sauce bottle.
1: I'm not going yes, or I'm definitely going to buy it. It's just how I am as a person. Like if it's You're a problem, the problem then I then I'm a part of the problem. I'm I paid real money to watch Resident Evil The Final Chapter <laughs> in cinemas. I paid real money for that. And, and I I'm plan on paying
2: in... real money to watch the Monster Hunter World movie. We are both part of our own problems.
1: So like But at the same time, I'm... I'm interested to see how it goes. I'm hoping it goes well. And then, uh... I guess... Oh, there's some other stuff in here, which are... Okay. Um, The new Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon. Now, from what I've been told, apparently the Yakuza games in Japan is called Like a Dragon. So over in the west it's called yakuza over in the east it's called like a dragon this is essentially done exactly what resident evil 7 did where it's resident evil 7 biohazard and in japan it's biohazard 7 resident evil they've done exactly the same thing here yakuza like yakuza even the same number yakuza 7 like a dragon or like a dragon 7 yakuza and the gameplay has been changed the fuck up like have any of you guys
2: played a yakuza game nope uh i have seen yakuza games i haven't so like, played one myself
1: i have played i played a fair amount of the yakuza games it's like a beat-em-up sort of game it's a beat-em-up sort of fighting game but with uh slice of life rpg elements into it as well which is pretty fun and cool this is now a rpg like I'm talking, like, Persona-style, like, Dragon Quest turn-based RPG. Oh, okay. In fact, the main character keeps going on about how much he loves Dragon Quest. Like, even in the trailer, he's a, like... It's something about... Hold up. I'll see if I can find is is a quote because he's, like, sitting back and he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll take it to the top. It'll be a happy ending, just like in Dragon Quest his words like they're making an rpg based around dragon quest's uh turn-based system because the main character loves dragon quest like i i it's such a significant change and even like the, the developers are like hey look if if you guys don't like it we'll fucking switch it right back and yakuza 8 will take it right back to where it was but we want to try this and like you have a party and everything but it's yakuza it's it's so fucking weird i don't i i i definitely gotta play it but it feels like i don't know it's it's hard to explain just go watch any sort of gameplay trailers that come out because they keep talking about or interviews about it because they keep talking about how it's going to be a turn-based rpg system change from like an active like fighting game beat em up so i'm definitely interested to see how that goes and i'm definitely interested to see how people react to it uh other things that happened um we we'll, we'll I'll put note to some stuff if you guys want to talk about it, but I don't think anyone here is interested. Uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors 4.
2: Nope.
1: Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC. Nope. Shenmue 3. (laughs) Nah. Tales of Arise. Now, it does look interesting, but that's all I can say so far. It looks really interesting. I'm probably going to pick it up.
2: I will pick it up as well. It's another Tales game. I'm trying- I'm trying to break into that series. I got Tales of, like, Vesperia. Let me- let me just search my Steam library for my fucking tail games. Alright. Tales of Zestria. I have 107 minutes in that before I called it quits. Tales of Berseria. I have 13 hours in that before I called it quits. And then the only other one here is the Christ Tales demo that I said I was going to play, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. So I have three Tales games.
1: Um tales of zesteria that the only reason why i got tales of zesteria is because it comes with an evangelion costume set that yeah that that sounds about right and a god eater free to offer uh, okay but the evangelion set was like fuck yeah so tales of zesteria i haven't played tales of uh bursaria which i have played a lot of on my friend's account but not on my account so my account says 27 minutes but i've got i've got about like four or five hours in and it is really pretty cool tales of berseria, berseria and there's tales of symphonia which i haven't touched but i these tales games look interesting like i do i am interested in these games just haven't gotten around to it But Yeah,
0: I'm interested in playing the Tales series as well. I have some, but I don't remember which ones. They're they're on the PlayStation 3, so I also need to pull that out. Mm. But this is the only
1: Tales game I've seen that has a real word in the title. That's fair. (laughs) Arise. Yep. Like, Tales of Berseria Symphonia and then Tales of Arise. They don't even fuck it up with the sub subtitle. It's called a Faithful Encounter. I think that's the trailer. Actually no, that's a trailer thing. So yeah, Tales of Arise, well, I'm Tales of a real Tales name. Tales
2: of the uh, fucking Arise is that sweet ass goddamn combat. It looks like they've finally just gone ahead and given up on that uh stupid like Final Fantasy-esque encounter shit and it's like you what know you what We talking about the combo system someone? The combo system in Tails is actually pretty good. I like the combo system. I love the combo system in Tails. What I don't like is that whenever I run into an enemy, it interrupts like the flow to like whoosh us away to like some sort of stupid fucking battle arena. So I'm liking it in in this one here because from what we can see is if you see an enemy, you can just run right up to them and start smacking the shit out of them. No worries. And that's what I'm about
1: that's what he's about so yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Tales, Tales of Rise looks interesting definitely gonna have a look at it um they also announced Castlevania Grimoire of Souls which looks like Euro Eurojank as fuck it looks oh, like boy. it's made from a mobile phone and that's all I could say about it basically yeah. once the uh, original maker of Castlevania left Konami <laughs> like they just went downhill with the series and then he made fucking... What's that uh, game he made? Uh, that that Newcastle the, one, the, va- the
2: one's on Steam.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I know exactly I what name you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me.
1: Yeah. Um, Bloodstained, I believe it is. Oh, yeah, Bloodstained
2: Symphony of the Night.
1: Yeah, bloodstained Symphony of the Night. Yeah, so he went and made that game, and it's been getting rave reviews, and everyone's fucking loving it. At the Higher Heaven,
2: Ritual of the Night, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Before someone okay. rams up our asshole in the comments section. Oh, of course they will. Yep.
1: And other than that, you guys interested in Fairy Tale? No, uh, not oh, yeah. really. I mean, like well, I tried to I. get
2: into it, but
1: no, no, no. Fairy Tale isn't something you get into. All right, it's like. If you're ready to break a wall to get into Fairy Tale, then you'll get into Fairy Tale. It's not something you can be like, "Oh, I'll have a look at a couple episodes and see if I'm interested." No, you just bounce right the fuck off, right? Because it's just too big, too convoluted. It's so you've got to
2: kyle your way into it. Yeah, you got it. You got to slam a monster, throw on a snapback, and punch some drywall. Punch some
1: drywall. Now, um, YS nine monstrum nox uh looks fairly interesting i've i've got i think a ys game on my vita and it's it's a it's a fun little uh jrpg thing but other than that it just it just looks like a pretty jrpg
2: well that's about as jrpg as a jrpg can get yeah
1: and it was also a gungrave trailer Gungrave Gore now this is how I found about Gungrave. Gungrave turns out it was a PlayStation 2 game that they made an anime after about a zombie cowboy who it's it pretty much follows the same story beats as berserk right. Yeah. And I hear that I'm like, I'm interested to see this. So I might might report back to you guys when I've watched some Gungrave. But there's a game, Gungrave Gore, which looks interesting as fuck. I saw some gameplay and that got ruined very quickly for me. It looked interesting to us all the gameplay, which is basically like Peach Beach Splash but with more gore.
2: Oh okay,
1: yeah. But like, Peach Beach Splash styled combat, not gameplay. So you basically like a third person shooter. You just shoot shit with, and that's the end of that. So yeah, that's the uh, a Tokyo Game Show highlight. Uh, we'll go quickly into uh, this one because I found this funny and uh, kind of confused. It hasn't happened earlier. Mm. Anthem have decided to go, you know what? It's not happening. The uh, roadmap is not happening. We're just going to update the game every now and then. Uh, don't bo- like We're not going to continue with this shit because no one's playing it or it just not make the money. So, uh, Bioware says that they want to devote resources to a more thorough review and reworking of the game. Uh, you probably should have done that when it came out because uh, fucking that's where it hurt the most, mer- like hurt the most, hurt the most. Uh, when Everyone came out and said, well, okay, this game is fucking broken, both fundamentally and on a gameplay level.
2: Yep. So I remember I got banned from someone's fucking Twitch stream because I told them the game was was not built for people who wanted to play a game they wanted to have like a freemium system they wanted in fucking anthem for it to run like a gotcha game but play like a schluter uh
1: fucking for full price
2: for full price yeah.
1: and you're gonna and, fucking love it that, ain't, fu- that
2: like... ain't fucking happening like i've i've already fucking like I'm deep in the gotcha shit, man. Fucking- the 7 million downloads campaign for Go came out. Alright, I was praying to every god, every god, every deity, every spirit. I- I drew a fucking golden throne and prayed to the emperor himself that I pulled Merlin, and you know what? I fucking pulled Merlin. I am so happy that I pulled Merlin. I don't
1: know where my tarot card telling went wrong. My tarot card t- telling said you weren't going to pull something big. In fact, it's just going to emphasise the fact that you have a gambling addiction.
2: Yes. <laughs> but fuck so, you, I got Merlin. But yeah, so like, Anthem...
1: Like, fuck, I would love to see how many people are actually still playing Anthem, because... Well, actually, they're about
2: I... they're about to get one more, and that's me, because I am a fucking moron. Yeah, but... I mean, like, if you can
1: get it for free, then by all means. That's
2: exactly what I'm going to try and do. Because I think um, at the EB Games near my girlfriend's place, it's about five bucks. Mm. But I'm hesitant to say it's <laughs> worth that much. <laughs>
1: mm. I just checked Anthem's uh, viewers
2: on Twitch. Guess how many yep. viewers there are. Holy uh, shit. Less than viewers that I get on Twitch. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so more than double digits
1: so alright uh, a full priced fucking triple a release game like advertised as fuck has 58 viewers on twitch yeah 58 the person the person with the most anthem views has 26 viewers damn hmm. jesus christ i've I've never seen such a... Fall. Remember remember when Bioware came out and said they wanted this game to be the Bob Dylan of video games? Remember when they said that? Oh, Kenny, he's got one
2: more viewer. It's 27 now.
1: Oh, no. We're contributing to the problem once again. We are. But, yeah, so uh, Anthem, uh, Anthem had just decided to go, Hey, look... Um, what is this like? Today, Bioware announced plans for the future AMP acts have been shelved so developers can work more on long term system, system, systemic, systemic, fuck me, systemic fixes in the game instead of AMP and will get seasonal updates that head uh, to head off the live service Chad Robin said, We'll deliver challenges and chase similar, uh, similar to what you've seen and are built around some fun themes I'll bring to the game i have also i've said previously i want to be transparent with you and that we know more work needs to be done to make anthem better we also want to ensure we're backing up our words with great game uh, with a great game you can play so i don't have any news today to share about the long term changes we are bringing to anthem what i can say is that we will continue to engage with you our community through pts when we can show you what's coming
2: uh okay so i just went to origin to check on the store here Anthem Standard Edition is thirty dollars. Legion of Dawn Edition is thirty six sixty six. That that's AUD for anyone outside of Australia who's not watch out. Uh, fucking it's it's we do stuff in AUD here. It's our currency. Yeah, it's our currency. It's what it's the only thing we can see stuff in. We're just gonna go. We're just gonna go onto our EB Games right here. We're just gonna go Anthem. Oh yeah, fucking going reminds EB me. Games. EB Games has Anthem on PC for sixteen dollars. Or fifteen ninety six if you want to go exact X- Xbox One has Anthem pre owned for eleven dollars and twenty cents. I assume so, they have a massive pre owned library.
1: i completely forgot about this, but we're going to talk about it very shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, very quickly, PlayStation Four has a new controller. Oh, okay.
0: That's the and it's going to cost.
1: Yeah, they got a new controller coming out, and it's going to cost you four hundred dollars
2: excuse me what
1: eb games has it eb games Games is your game is america's gamestop uh i'll post it in uh the fucking general chat so you guys can look at it it because i it's uh it's called the astro c40 tr controller so it's got fully customizable wait is this a officially endorsed one i don't know is it specification it hasn't got anything else about it it just says it requires a hundred dollar deposit yep because like buttons it's basically uh the xbox one uh fucking elite controller they had but
2: this is crazy expensive the amount of oh yeah this is what the one they showed off at E3 with all that crazy fucking detail that went into it Mm -hmm. for literally no reason but who's the manufacturer of it who's the target audience of this shit
1: uh people who have motherfucking money to burn Mm -hmm. so you can it can work in either wireless or wide mode oh so it's not a playstation endorsed controller no, it is the only control. third-party controller to offer wireless audio via the three-point-five mm jack. It has been touted as the best PS4 controller that you can get due to the fact it's fully customizable and swapping analog sticks, changeable D-pad modules, removable rear buttons, and allows you to make a host of other changes.
0: Well, but see, for four
1: hundred dollars, I'd rather buy a fucking car. Yeah. Because that is a f- that well, I could see. I could buy it. I could buy a good guitar for that. I
0: can see that mm-hmm. being bought for exactly the people that they're marketing to. Things like hardcore Wales. fighting game fans who, you know, yeah, like hardcore fighting game fans have their
2: own fucking controllers that they've already got. They're not going to go yeah, like, out of their way to buy $400. The, like, the one thing I,
1: I can't see hard, like, I can see hardcore gaming people looking at this going, I'd rather just buy a fucking stick rather just buy a fighting stick because it's cheaper
0: yeah but the thing is some people prefer playing on controller
1: pad yeah i know but to like does this offer better a better competitive advantage for the fully customizability like it depends on which varying degree of customizability like you you can only customize it with the options that are given to you. So are like it, it all comes down to, are the options that are given to you worth the $400 price tag, and do they make it a lot better to play the fighting games or not? That's why we need someone to get fucking boots on the ground and uh bite the bull on this one, Alex. What are we doing? You're buying the controller and giving Fuck a off,
2: I'm not buying the controller. I've already got a gambling problem. I don't even yeah, stop actual the one.
1: put the gambling off for a bit and then buy the controller. It doesn't come Fuck out to no. November, so you can save. And Fuck uh, no. yeah, do it. Come on, no, be, cool. it'd be, it'd be funny. Fucking, be funny. Finger no,
2: think of, think of the lols. Finger the lols. Look, tell you what, we get a hundred subscribers by the time this controller comes out, I'll fucking get it. Deal. I'm making that deal. I'm signing that paper.
1: So yes, that is the uh, news for this week the news for this week fuck man it's so expensive hundred dollar deposit fuck me man it's like it's like bond almost alright so now we're gonna move into our final act the podcast topic to which this week is your favourite not the best doesn't have to be the best but your favourite favourite fuck me can you imagine that
0: English is all our first language yeah ow Yes, so our uh,
1: favorite video game twist. So it doesn't have to be the best video game twist, it just has to be the one you're like, I like that one, that one is for me. So do you guys have one ready? I've, I've got one. got three. Well, of course you can't you can. have three. You, you can only have one, you gotta pick one. All right, I've picked you one. You can decide, oh, okay. Uh, you wanna go your, yours first then, Jaden? Sure.
0: First, I am Mm -hmm. going to take a selfie. No, honourably mention Dark Siders. Okay. So the first Dark Siders. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold
1: up! But the this will obviously contain spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers of any of the video games mentioned here, then just we'll see you next week. so yes go ahead
0: well uh, i'll try and avoid saying too much but it wasn't a let me put it this way it was it was actually a relatively near near the ending of darksiders there's a relatively predictable plot twist but i like Mm. the way they pulled it off that it's it's that simple it Having to do with the identity of the final villain, okay. Of the final boss. Um, like I said, it I found it relatively predictable, but I do like the way they did it. So uh, yeah. So that, that's, that's your that's honorable, honorable mention? mention. But my probably my favorite twist, at least that I remember, um, was the. Identity of the main character in the game Dust and Elysian Tale. I know Alex has played that as well. Yep. That's
2: I, I, I know the identity, you're not spoiling it for me. That's what I'm saying.
0: Um So you know the idea of that. But both I don't know, it was just a weird. It was another it was weird and it worked. But I think the other thing is the way it worked worked in a way that used all the clues that was leading up to it, but it still wasn't the expected outcome. So it's a bait and switch in a sense. Mm. It isn't. It isn't. It's hard to explain. I am trying to avoid spoilers. Um, oh
1: no, you can you can do spoilers.
0: All right. The main character, Dust basically mm-hmm. as you're going through the first half of the game I believe you kind of find out about his story um, and part way through you find out like uh, an assassin came into his house and basically murdered his family I believe it's been a while so I may get a couple of the details slightly wrong basically came in and murdered his family then you. No, I'm sure so the world it's, will correct it's us. setting it up. Um. It's kind of setting it up that way, and the way and while they're doing it, they're also setting it up. So Dust and I think Jin was the name of the assassin. I don't remember. Anyway, Dust and the assassin as kind of parallels of each other. Um. Mm-hmm. And then you get halfway through the game, and it's revealed that your character Dust was actually. ...ended up being a fusing of the souls of the assassin and the kid who killed each other. Okay. So, like I said, it used all of the story points leading up to it... ...when they're saying, hey... ...they're basically linking all... ...they're hinting at it with the parallel stuff they're doing... ...but they're also very heavily leaning towards, it was this kid. And then, because they did that fusion aspect... They still. Like I said, it was an unexpected outcome that still used all the preamble that they'd set up. Hmm. So. Okay. Again, I actually think it wasn't. I'm not going to say it's the best plot twist. Like, I know there are. Yeah, I say like, it doesn't have to be the best. Like it has to be your favorite. Stuff like the ending of Bioshock. But the dust one's my favorite though i do have to say the bioshock one would probably be up there if it wasn't if i played through it and found it out but because i knew about it i found out about it before playing through it didn't have that much of an impact
1: yeah same thing with me like i played i only recently played bioshock like beginning to end and i already knew the major twist but the twist is still pretty decent like in a storytelling contextual part and a meta contextual part, but since I already knew it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's 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 good, but it just it's, didn't click with me. But yes, that's, so that's yours my was favorite, dust, dust and Elysian Tail. Right.
1: Uh I'll go mine next. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of you guys would be playing the original Nier game.
0: I want to but okay. I need to actually Get a hold because, of them some way to play it
1: because my favorite twist is from that game. Hmm. So I'm not sure if you want to like mute yourself or something, or mute me or something, and then like <laughs> wait for me to yeah, I might, I might finish
0: out for a little bit.
1: All right. All right, how about you, Alex? I'm fine, just lay it on me. So, in near. It starts off as you play as a character called we call him Papa Near. His name's Near, but we call him Papa Hit Near, and his daughter. And you're basically sitting in like a abandoned, uh, how can I call it, a ruined city, mm-hmm. and you're inside like a ruined, like a ruined grocery store. That's literally you and your daughter. Like we need food, and these monsters called Shades come out and you fight them and lots of stuff. And uh, so yeah, you beat them up. And then the game just cuts to black after you beat up these Shades. And it's like 13,000 years later. And it says 13,000 years later. And then the first thing you see is Papa and his daughter. Have an age today. And we go in there going, what the fuck just happened? All right. So your Shades are still a bad guy. Shades are basically... Like a how can I put it? They they're, they're an, and they are the main enemy of the game. Shades, mm. and they're pretty much just like a like black scroll. Like they don't have a physical, so to speak, body. It's more of like uh, like some black scroll wrapped around a transparent body, but they're still physical. So you go through the game, and you kill all these shades, etc., 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 and it comes to and a part of the game where a shade that looks exactly like you wants to take your daughter and you're like the fuck who is he oh he's the fucking shadow lord all right shadow lord what a fucking name right so shadow lord takes uh nia's daughter and you go through the game and obviously you kill the shadow lord and that's it. The game's done. Cool. And then you go, as Nier does, you go for playthrough B, playthrough C, playthrough D. And these playthroughs slowly start leaking the story, like start branching out the story going, hey, look, um, you, the character you're playing right now is actually the bad guy because that Shadow, that shadow Lord guy... So what they happened is called it. They created something called the Gestalt program, where uh, I, I'm I'm loose. I'm loosely paraphrasing this, and I'm gonna get some things wrong because it's been a very long time since I've uh, discussed it. But shades are like the souls of people who they they went into this program to separate the souls to create these uh, bodies that in like once the the ruined city and all that bad shit goes away they can then return to bodies and then live life normally unfortunately okay. the bodies grew sentient and you play as one of those sentient bodies now so like especially in like the beginning of the game there's this one area where you find all these small uh, shades that uh drop school books and coloring pencils when you kill them they are Mm. actually kids you are killing kids kid and and the one thing i didn't pick up on my first playthrough was like these kids aren't hostile they don't attack you you attack them like you could go through that entire area and the shades will leave you alone but like the game sort of encourages like shades are the enemy when it says that no shades are actually people back thousands of years trying to escape this like what happened is uh near is a spin-off of of one of the endings from a game called Dragon guard Now what happens is uh the main character and his dragon get teleported to Or go through a portal in which they end up in Tokyo and basically they spread this disease called white chlorification syndrome or whatever it is where if you touch any of this ash you will turn to a pillar of salt or become a mindless droneless zombie so that's why the place was fucked up because basically it was abandoned like people tried helping out tokyo and shit like that but it eventually got to the point where it's like okay uh no we're just gonna have to seal them off so they created the gestalt program to separate the their souls from the bodies store them away so in the future they can return to these bodies and return to a normal life but it turns out something happened along the way where the gestalt bodies grew sentient and started their own civilization and the shades are meant to be the things that re-enter the body they're meant to take back over the host but because of the fucking uh gestalt bodies fighting back uh no they're getting all fucking killed so it turns out in the original near game and oh man it after one of the playthroughs, I think it's um, when you're playing through playthrough C, uh, mm-hmm. you can... Uh, the and the shade's subt- uh, speech, because it's like just weird staticky sort of talking, it's obviously like you can't understand them, but it gets to a point where it's then subtitled. They subtitle it, and it changes the aspect of like some scenes so fucking drastically like for example there's this is one boss i think i think it's called hansel and gretel and uh what happens is you basically go there because your daughter is guarded like when your daughter got taken away or when your daughter ran off hansel and gretel these big like metallic robot shade things that are guarding her body for some reason turns out that like you just kill them and it's just yelling gibberish at you so you can't fucking tell but when it get subtitled turns out like no like hansel and gretel or the two things uh were guarding children they were just defending children and then when you kill um hansel or gretel's thre- like partner he's like why why did you do this that's like my brother is like who are you i just want to protect these kids and you're just slaughtering them so, they, it changes the context of what you're doing so drastically because you only get half the information because you only, like, your civilization has become sentient. You don't know that these things are what originally was meant to be you. So, you've been killing, like, these people who try to escape this. It's like basically going to. And shoot, it's like going and killing refugees who are escaping from a war-torn country. They just want to get out and be safe, and you're just going, "Nah, fuck you, uh, gat gat gat." So that is a uh, my favorite twist in a video game is the realization that holy shit, you are such the bad guy. You're a very bad bad guy. Holy shit!
2: God damn it, Kenny! I came here to shit post, not to feel.
1: Uh, now we can call uh Jaden back in. We, for... we can call Jade back in for this one here. Yeah.
2: Cause my one fucking is a little not as dark. It's nowhere nowhere near as dark, god damn, but my one's a nice bit of a bamboozle. So we'll get... up. Up? there we go, he's back now. Yep. There we All go. Alright. Are are you ready for my one? Do you ever plan on playing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic? Yes. God fucking damn it. You know, I know why I
0: plan on doing it? Because Why? you keep telling me to, like, not, right, not then, religiously, but yeah, every every time you mention it, you do.
2: Yeah, you should totally play it. So then, fucking piss off, because this is a spoiler for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. The spoiler. The spoiler for that is Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. You, uh, your your main character, the character that you play as, mm. is Darth Revan. The See- the boss. The boss. Bad guy from the game
1: yeah um I know this because I watched a uh, two best friends playthrough of uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic mm-hmm. and they're basically like yeah we're, we're, we're a Sith Lord yep. <laughs> let's just be a fucking Sith it's fucking great but yeah so I know that I do know the part that yeah your fucking character is a uh the main bad guy of the game yes but how does how does that work if you were to do the good the good guy stuff.
2: It, it wouldn't make a difference because the way, the way uh, the whole thing goes down is Revan is like, the game starts off with your character having a vision of fighting a bunch of Jedi on, on like a ship. And then the, sh- like the bridge on the ship just sort of explodes. Mm-hmm. So that's you having a vision as Darth Revan, fighting a bunch of people on the bridge of your own personal ship. And your own personal ship's bridge is fired upon by your apprentice from his ship in an attempt to kill you but he doesn't kill you so the jedi that was on there uh they rush you to safety heal you and then use the force to suppress your memories and reinvent you as a person because darth revan was just that much of a threat like they can't risk killing him we can't beat
1: you so we're just going to cheat you
2: yeah pretty much you can't beat him, cheat him. yep so that's that's how they came out Jedi you hackers yep so that's- that's what they did, they suppressed his personality and all of his, um, other, you know, defining traits back into his mind, so then your character only gets, like, visions of it throughout the game, mm. but the way it works- the way it goes down is, like, they try later on, like, when more bits of Revan's personality start to surface, as well as his connection to the Force is restored, uh, the Jedi go, hey, let's see if we can make one more attempt at turning Revan into a Jedi. and And that goes as well as you think it does that goes as well as the player lets it go because you can either just go straight up hell yeah i'm gonna be a fucking jedi from now on and just sort of run that or you can just you know fuck you jack i'm a sith so it's entirely on the players sort of um how they want to take it
1: with games like that aspect to it though of like hey you could be good or bad like, I naturally just go towards good stuff because that's just what i do, but at the same time, being bad is pretty cool.
2: Mm. You The, the dark side gets more aggressive powers.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah.
2: You get, like... It's the trade-off fucking, you get. Yeah. So if you pick the light side, you get more, like, support base powers. Like, you get, like, Force Heal and Force Yeah, speed. like a pussy. Yeah, like a bitch. And then on the dark side, you get, like, fucking Force Death Field, Force Storm like lightsaber throw shit like that
1: <laughs> great uh so that's your twist
2: that's uh, that's that's pretty much my twist
1: all uh, right we'll call Jaden back in because now we can uh end the show mmm sign off. Go. all right now we're gonna that's been our podcast talk today so right now on the channel business as usual Uh, We've got a couple of GSSBs lined up in the pipes as well as uh, we have a Halloween spooky game for uh, coming out on the 1st of October. I don't like the term spooktober. I think we could workshop that a little bit. Oh, we can definitely make it better. Okay. But uh, that's basically what we're going to be aiming for. Plus, I said Devil May Cry. Uh, Star Wars, Pokemon, and Valkyria chronicle still going up. A uh, couple as a uh, couple GSBs in works. So like we've got Dragon Ball Z, in as a GSSB. We've also got that uh, game Alex really likes. We want to do a GSSB on. Mhm. And uh, Jaden has another GSSB for us, which we still have yet to record. Which is no time to explain. Yes. So yeah, we'll be doing that as well. But other than that, like just go check us out on Players on YouTube. That's A-U-S Space P-L-A-Y-S exclamation point. Give us a a sub wire there, it helps us out. Man, I feel so bad shilling, but we need to shill. <laughs> we unfortunately do. Like it's like what Jim Sterling was talking about. It's like, man, when I was like ironically asking you guys to like, subscribe, I did notice a lot people liked and subscribed. I was like, well, fuck, that's what we gotta do. It's like yep. a snowball effect, but we still gotta get there. Other than that, that's pretty much it for this week. Yeah, is that right, boy? That yeah, right? I that's, believe that's, that's much, everything. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess we'll catch you guys on next week then.
0: Yeah, and I'll yep. see you guys next Thursday. Next week. When do we upload these Thursdays?
1: I uh, No, we record them Thursdays because that's after the whole news things, but I usually get around to it on Friday or Saturday.
0: We'll see you then. We'll see you.
1: <laughs> All right. Catch you guys later. Catch you see guys. You.